hotfix. Did you know that 65 million people worldwide have epilepsy? And for 3.4 million, we don't know why? That's right. And did you know that one out of every 26 people have epilepsy? And Trisha's daughter is one of them. Hi, this is Shauna and Trisha from Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. We want to tell you about our upcoming fundraiser, The Bench Gives Back, November 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. We will be live streaming on Get Vocal with some of your favorite podcasts to raise funds to find a cure for epilepsy. So join us, tell a friend, bring your wallet, and enjoy a day of fun podcasters and special guests. We'll see you then. Bye. Mock. Mr. Brady Hair. Arca Journalist. Oh, industry. Whatever has become of me <laughs> hashtag plays within a movie beaches <laughs> on the bench one two three four sitting on the bench writing's really hard we need another snack and that is just a fact oh, oh. hi this is shauna and this is trisha and this is two girls on a bench the podcast and it's time for all, all the, the horror. horror. It's that time of year again in October when we join forces with all our friends from the all the horror group. It's not like really a network, but this is like the third year in a row that we have content coming out every day of October. And this is a real thing now. Like This is like a legit horror like community fiesta we got sure. writers we got a uh, movie podcast yeah all different podcasts uh crime and blah 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 and then there's also merch you can buy and it goes to a, a foundation called real scares um and so any of the merch that you buy i'll put links in the show now cool stuff we yeah. both have the shirt from last year it's yes. great trish is wearing it now I, I wear it, it uh, randomly. I know. I wear it all year round. I know. I do. I like it as a skeleton on it. Yeah, so, yeah, all awesome. the horror. So, we have a special friend joining us for all the horror this episode. Yes, we are. Last year, we discussed the omen with Tim from the Cabinet podcast. And this year, we're discussing the omen two with Drew, that rhymed, from Real Feels, the movie podcast. And boy, are you in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Many, many deaths and ravens and Satan all together in one fun And a very episode. pretty red dress. <laughs> and and yes. that's all we have to say. So, is. And without further ado, here we go for all the horror. Mock. <laughs>
Welcome to All the Horror Bench Edition featuring Drew Hallam from Real Feels. <laughs> Yay! Welcome. So, I always belong to him. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are doing The Omen 2. Um, and that music was featured in the soundtrack. Yes, that's actually the Omen one, but I think they reused the movie. What? I mean, the music for the second one. Well, Drew, not like a Drew knew the words, Omen which two. I was impressed with. Oh, that's just that's just the Song quote that please. the that the wife does before she kills her husband, before she reveals that like she's an agent of Satan. <laughs> I said that you didn't believe me. No, we have notes that oh Trisha my was God. right. Yeah. I the took a lot the of music for Omen Two was Jerry Goldsmith, who I believe he won an Academy Award for it. Oh wow, it's really good. Oh, yeah. that's Omen One. So maybe I had the wrong Omen music. Well, we'll figure that out later. But. You know what? We can fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us for this movie that we thought we did the first one with you, and we actually <laughs> did it. But. It's fun to just jump into the middle of a series yeah. and just get started. Every with Halloween, it. we're just going to do another, you know, sequential <laughs> Omen movie with another guest, like, so that we have no continuity. Yeah, no continuity <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, no. Um, we were talking about um, how the Omen, the movie, the Omen, the first one, uh, has had like the curse of the set and everybody, all those deaths that happen, like to people who are in the movie, and the so people are like, the, it was haunted by Satan or whatever. Yeah, like Gregory Peck's son died yeah. like right away, and then like something else happened. Like other something people like actually like died, or there were accidents. Like there doesn't seem to be that around the Omen. Yeah, too. have you ever heard of anything around? I tried to look stuff up, and I can only find the Curse of the Omen. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> no. necessarily. I didn't see anything on the fact that like the movie itself is cursed, but I did know that like. I mean, it was not necessarily a good time for certain people that were affiliated with it. Like the original director was fired and then they got yeah. the new director. You had um, Lee, I can't remember it, Lee Grant, who had actually at that point been like blackballed by Hollywood for like top li top listing films. So she was grabbing at like any B-rate movies that she could in order to get her name back into, you know, kind of the limelight. So yeah. that's why she, you know, became Anne Thorne. Um, but anything mom, else that, right? yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't really think of anything that was like bad with it necessarily. I know that, um, I can't think of which actor it was, but the guy in the orange jacket who went through the ice. Yes. Like really, really cool thing that he did that. I mean, that's really him doing his own stunts. He was in that icy water the entire time. Really? Yeah. Except that is for, like except, a harrowing Right. I mean, he, I mean, he's, pull, he's pulling some Tom Cruise shit. He's doing his own stuff. That's I mean, crazy. except for when the body was dragged under the ice, but him in the first hole and then the hole yeah. that had the tree branch the tree. Yeah. Yeah. The director's like, please don't do that. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. That's crazy. Well, well I, when it first started and the aunt spoke for the first time, I'm like, that's the chick from Beetlejuice. Yes, it is. <laughs> and yeah. So then we looked her up and she's. She was oh you can't see my phone. She, she was, was so beautiful, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She's a star. Oh, yes, and but we didn't realize who she I had was. No idea. Like, I was like Beetlejuice lady, and then <laughs> and Shana was like, no, this movie should be too old. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, I recognize yeah, I that voice. I forgot also how old things are. Like I, I'm all like Beetlejuice came out like last week, and it's like no, that's an old movie yeah. also. But yeah, no, we were like looking people up in the cast to see like where they were from the whole movie. Well, mm -hmm. I just want to say that the casting is so 
crazy for this movie. Like, I mean, that little boy that plays Damien, he looks just like the little boy. Oh, the, the first movie. yeah, the resemblance is uncanny, and I think it's that was done amazing. really, really well. I mean, you have yeah. Yeah. you have William Holden who played Richard Thorne, who was originally supposed to be cast in Gregory Peck's role for the original movie, but oh. he but he he said no to it, brother. and then he took on the role of the brother. So uh-huh. luckily, this allowed him to have you know. Uh, a leading role and it's also William Holden's only horror film that he has ever done. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I um I didn't I know was, I saw some comments when you posted you were watching this people were like I love that movie and I was like, you know, I didn't think it was that great honestly. I've never seen The Omen 2. And so and I I think The Omen I liked The Omen and there's a cheesy factor to it that I like, but I think all the actors were attracted to it because the Omen did things no movie had ever done before with what they showed, the dust they showed, and I feel like they were trying to the top big, themselves like, in this one. Ice, like, uh, not ice, the, the windows slashing the guy's head, head off. Apparently yeah. that right. was the most graphic thing that had ever existed so at that point. So this time they're like, like, we need to go up a notch and like cut people in half and shit. Like... <laughs> Which was, which is yeah. definitely like an homage to the original killing when the guy got decapitated. Yes, um, yeah. Oh, if you for watch, sure. If you watch closely, that cable actually slices him before like the metal sparks you fly. You see it? Yeah, oh, like you actually funny. see it happen. But I mean, if you're not, it, I think that it's a That guy does not look remotely scared enough to be like, for all I know, that he looked, shit to he be He looks way on. too calm. He's all like. Yeah, he's like, huh, why I is, guess the elevator's falling. Why is yeah. 20,000 stairs. Yeah. No, yeah. he looked a little chill. <laughs> so, he looked far so, too chill. For people who don't know, the first omen is about, you know, the the son of Satan being born on Earth. And he wants to I think the goal is to get him into some sort of political power, situation. power situation yeah. so that he can have, you know, better power over all of the humans. So he's they switch the babies at birth and they give him the they give Gregory Peck and Lee Remick, who are the people that are in the first movie, they give them. A, a baby, baby that's, that's born of a jackal. Yeah, and a he's like he's the antichrist. Yeah. And then later they figure out they look at his skull and he's got six 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 like tattooed on his scalp and it's like a birthmark, Shauna. It's not a it, tattoo. It's I mean whatever <laughs> marked. He's marked. Satan tattooed it like. So whether you know about the Bible or not, that's the mark of the antichrist six six six. And so, so this is like the continuation where the boys in the first one, the boys' parents all die, and now he's living with his uncle and his step aunt yeah it's like it's like his a uncle's step remarried aunt. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. It's his aunt and uncle and he's uh going to military school with his cousin who's like around the same age they're like the same mm-hmm. age yeah mock mock <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we found the accents to be interesting because oh it was a little bit God. like okay. yeah see like some devil shit see like <laughs> the the accents are like an issue for me and i actually even contacted uh, like uh, Jeff Burnham from Cadavercast because he loves The Omen as well. And I was texting him, I'm like, okay, question. So <laughs> why does Damien have a British accent? Right? He's when like he a was, Shakespearean when he actor. Was, when he was clearly picked <laughs> he up. He was not He was picked British. up from Britain at like six years old, taken to America, and he was raised for the next seven years. I would assume that his his you know vernacular would be somehow adjusted to an right. American lifestyle. Completely. Okay. And then it's weird enough because then in the Omen 3 with Sam Neill, it's a, uh, he, uh, he doesn't, uh, I don't think he has a British accent. I think Sam Neill does an American accent. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of weird. And huh. it's just, it's, it's just kind of weird to me that the accent was kept. I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to be kind of like, I don't know, imagining that evil is suave 
and you know debonair <laughs> right? in some way. Yeah. No, evil it's, is definitely British. Evil is well spoken <laughs> with good diction. I'm sorry. Mark. After this year, evil is American. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, but like I think I forgot they lived in England actually. In I the did first too. One. Just but, now when you said that, I was like, but his oh, parents yeah. weren't British though. No, they no. were. He was no. Like an he ambassador. was. He was the ambassador. Yeah. Right, so, so I also if your parents thought, aren't, you probably wouldn't have, you maybe have a touch of a tint of maybe, a little bit. Maybe, maybe something, something. No, they moved there school, when he not, was little, and then six. he left within a year. Yeah. So he would have no accent. No, You're right, no, like no. he would have no accent. But, I mean, I would assume that it would it would somehow go away or at least be so much like smoothed over. So that, subtle. That like yeah. maybe he would say Certain like, words. he would say like filet instead of filet. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or um, mother can or, I have um, some herbs. Garage. Garage instead of garage. Right. Yeah. And yeah. mean in something stuck so well He's, that he, he still spells color words. with a U. Who knows? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he would say, he would so say wait. Was how do they say foil? Uh like Oh no, alu- alu- it's oh, alu- alu- aluminium. Aluminum. Yeah, aluminium or some kind of crap. Yes. Aluminium. 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 Yes. I don't know why I know this. Because I listened to Red Handed. Yeah, I think we got that from Red Handed. (laughs) Okay. So, So, but I want to talk about like how in the beginning that guy's name is like Bugenhagen or whatever. And they keep talking about it. Bugenhagen. What a great name. Okay. Right? And it's the same actor from the first movie, and it's and it's That's like what we it's were like, wondering. Yeah. it is like a flawless transition because the second movie takes place just a week after Damien's dad tried to kill him, and it's just yeah. continuing he the says same that story. In the beginning, he's like, "I was, we just tried to kill him, right?" Yeah, and he's all, <laughs> and "Look he's at the, the newspaper," still alive, and then they find this picture, this little boy everywhere, and like that's weird. But then they go into like a cave and they see a picture of. Damien with snakes in his heads and it's exactly the same as the kid that's Damien. It's like, oh my god. No, we it, all knew that kid. And the was music the devil. tells you something oh, bad's something gonna that, happen. Well, you oh, yeah. saw Every you time. saw a, um, a raven before they even went inside. Yes. Oh, yes. You know yeah. you, you knew it was ominous. You knew it was Whenever ominous. Whenever there's a raven, people are gonna die. Right. And we have Edgar Allan Poe to thank for that. <laughs> Although thank that you. that wall is Edgar. something that is like so perfect for the, the omen lore itself. Because yeah. it does show the progression and, you know, the status that he's increasing in evil. Like you have the kid's face. Then you have then you have uh, teenage Damien's face, which his hand is outstretched. And there's a, like a raven sitting up on his fingertip. Like he's, oh, you know, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, the like he's grasping really and quick. reaching for power. It's it's an important thing. But I'm more concerned with how Bugenhagen, like, how did he get the daggers back? Because they were right? they were in London. I'm sure this is now police evidence. With the dad, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the 70s. A, I don't know. Just say that, weapons. and that, yeah, it's the 70s, and then you don't have to explain it. We well, then I found it interesting then, that they like Damien's new family, this aunt and uncle, somehow like own a museum of like antiquities. So or, here's they're what... like trying to move statu- the Thorn statue. The industry. Of... Yeah. So let me ask you this. Well, we should have known the mom was involved. Her favorite statue was that Satan statue that they found. Oh, the, the whore beast. of Babylon? Uh, yes, in the cave. The well, Sorry, she oh, she no, was kind of intrigued by it. But then she also said, remember, we said, like, we can put it in the fourth gallery. And she said, yeah, why don't you put it up, like, against the back door? So no, like, apparently where yeah. the garbage is going to, like, pick it up. <laughs> so let me just ask this question, though. So at the end of the omen, the first one. Uh-huh. I thought he went to live with like a senator. 
or somebody. I did too. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, he was, I thought he was he supposed went... to go live with. Like a contender for president. Yeah, I thought Something it was somebody like political. Yeah. But then in the second one, it's like, oh, it's his uncle. And I'm like, well, that makes more sense. Well, but so like, it, I think I think he was going to go live with the godfather. Yeah, that was like a like a elected official yeah, of the, some sort. The, yeah, the, god, yeah. the godparent. And so then maybe custody, custody just went to the next of kin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to remember the first movie like I can't a, little, a little more clearly because I just recently watched the entirety of the franchise. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm fairly certain it's like an elected official unless I'm mixing up the Omen remake. Oh, no, it was. No. A, I feel like it was an elected official because we were like, oh, no, now he's, he's going to go be into like, politics. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, he's just going living into with big the future president or something. Yeah. Same and then thing. now it's like industry. And I just want to say, does this song sound familiar? Industry faith. Oh, do you know that song? No. Oh, industry, whatever will become of me. <laughs> no. So last night we we're watching this movie and Trish is singing that and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And she's like, it's from Beaches. And I'm like, like Wind Beneath My Wing. Like, I don't know that movie. Like, she does. In that movie, Bette Midler does several plays. And one of them, she does a song about industry. It's like this avant garde thing with these masks that look like the Twilight Zone garble. Nobody faces. remembers this. Nobody it's, remembers It's this. been so long since I've seen Beaches. Me too. I don't remember Me too. any of that. Hashtag play in Beaches love. Yeah. So. Anyway, but we were like, so I want to go back to Aunt Marion, okay, though, sorry. because she's, first of all, a badass. Second of all, she was like, Damien's bad. And like, you guys need to like get, get him away from Mark because yeah. like he's going to fuck him up. And then they're like, nah, nah, nah. And then she's like, I got all my money like riding on you or whatever. And then she just then, freaking dies. Like, the well, next you know, day. she's going to die. When <laughs> you she's know, like, you know, she's going to yeah. die because she's rude to Damien from the first frame that they're that they're introduced with each other and he's well, all like he's... all right hey goodbye aunt marion uh, it was <laughs> nice seeing you don't be polite damien it's yeah. not it's not yeah. your style like, who told you i was yeah. in here he's like yep. no one you cranky but then bitch. When, when mark <laughs> goes in there she's like oh my god i love you so yeah, much mark mark. The best. yeah and then they get in the car with she like their driver like and damien's like give us a cigarette <laughs> old are you you're like 12 because he he has to put up this like good boy persona and he's kind of like i think it's the start of like that evil disposition or that like rebellious nature yeah. starting it's to like come through did you notice that yeah. it's the same driver from the beginning of the movie at the very end who picks him up no it's he's the a, he's it's a, the he's same limo driver too. yeah he's, he's they're all also, like devil uh, helpers uh, all the different they're all the various adults in his lives are like wink wink we're like on satan's side we'll oh, yeah. help you like the the, the academy instructor L lance and the, hendrick yeah yeah. Yep. yeah and uh so i don't know why i put sticks in my craw shiny wood hallway i think that's oh. sticks in my crow oh in my crow <laughs> I'm what... looking at my notes and I'm like, this isn't making so any sense. So when they we went to the business building, this. the the wood, the shiny wood hallways it's in so that shiny. office building, Shauna was obsessed with that. Because they kept showing it and I'm like, how do they make the wood so shiny? And like, maybe things just aren't shiny anymore because that was a long time Can ago. Can we just but... talk about the men's hair and the perm situation like, that's <laughs> happening? Greg Brady hair. Like, I'm all, what Greg Brady is hair's back. up with that? Yeah, he the the dude the dude Brady that is like dude. a also a Satan friend, um, trying to take over the industry. Uh, oh, I I love that scene with genetic. Damien. He's all like, 
Well, hey, do you know what I do for the horn industry? No. Well, you better because it's all going to be yours and Mox. Yeah, 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 no, and, yeah, and yeah right. Sure. And Mark. Yeah. First, let's get rid of this other old guy, and then we'll like talk with my perm. So, like, he looks like is, Greg Brady. This is the part that, or, or Mr. Mr. Brady. Brady yeah, totally. Um, this is the part that gets really like off kilter for me is this oh. whole like agriculture that long like thing. genetically modified mm-hmm. when they're like going through the factory in like a golf cart and there's like those huge computers and you're just like what is happening right now like it's like a it's such a big subplot where you're like mm. why are they doing that i mean i don't know if you felt like that about it oh. but it just felt like such a huge extra plot i was like for me <laughs> for me it was giving background information for what damien would be inheriting and what he would be taking over because obviously thorn industry is something that's really big really powerful also you have a company that also apparently owns and operates a museum which the aunt yeah. owns 27% of each and Which is weird yeah i mean and makes no this sense. is what he's going to be doing this is what he's going to be inheriting and even when uh you know perm guy decides <laughs> that when he's running the meeting he he makes it very clear to all the businessmen he's all like we're there to help not take over <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Pesticides are a good thing. Drew just winked. Yeah, you guys can't see it. We can see so many winks. It's like he's doing a like "Ah," wink. Yeah, no, but it's okay. So genetically engineered food, like people still fight about that and if how it's bad or good or gonna hurt people or whatever. And it's like, no, it's good for you. But can you imagine like somebody evil? You know, that's one way to get into everybody's. Oh yes, because the yeah, it also gets the right, and it gets the influence worldwide yes. so yeah it's it's yep. technically perfect for him to so to kind of like be there. oh industry and so <laughs> so i also have a note about where like damien and mark when they're like at military school and then they're like talking to like i don't know the dean or the teacher i i don't really know the principal i don't know who it is and um Mark is like being a sweetheart because he gets in a fight with another kid. Oh yeah, over oh, Damien. They're speaking with they're Lan- talking about Lance Hendrickson. Dad. Lance yes. Hendrickson. They're talking to Lance Hendrickson, who is in charge of that specific platoon uh, that they're in. But so like the other boys are like waiting in the hallway, and then like Damien, some kid says something like, "Oh, you're just like your dad," and he was in football, or I don't. He says something stupid to him, and he's like, "Don't ever talk about my father," you know. <laughs> and then he like goes in to meet well, with the at, dean or at whatever. That point. Before before the fight happens, when you see Damien kind of like do that thing with his eyes where he obviously some he makes something happen. We were saying to each other, like, does he know he has powers? Does he know? Yeah, like does he know he's bad? Because like uh, well, I feel I think like he, knows he doesn't know. Th- I think he knows Different. that something is up because when he tells him he's all like, Don't ever speak about my father again. He's all like, Geez, Thorne, can't you take a joke? And he's all like, Yeah. No. Like he he, he tells him he's all like, <laughs> Yeah. And then he glares at him, soon. and it's kind of that glare of like, "I will fucking cut you." Yeah, like yeah. a fire starter glare. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then he walks away, yeah. and he has his talk with, uh, he has his talk with uh, Hendrickson's Lance. character, and yeah. then you have uh, uh, Mark, who he he's he told gets in, like he, a little fist fight. With right. That he kid, gets a fist right? fight. He said little, like, like he said like my father says that they don't make hats big enough for thorns to fit their heads. So I guess meaning oh, that like, oh, you yeah, all have like ego. humongous egos. They're rich. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he was like, oh, I'm going to defend my cousin. And then 
freaking Damien comes out and just looks at him and like kills him with his mind or well, he I don't know. Die. He has like he a brain aneurysm or something. He, he slams him against the wall and then he, he starts seeing oh, no, stuff that he's like swinging weird. at. So he, yeah. he he like you know carry to ne- telekinesis you know power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. He was like, <laughs> but he pulls like, a shining. Part... He pulls a shining. <laughs> but that's the part where I was like, does he know? It's sort of like. I mean, it's like he kind of knows, but he doesn't know like what he is until no. later. I'm glad they show that because it's sort of like well, he's just like this how... kid and he looks at shit and it dies and he's like, I don't know why that happened. Like, it's sort of yeah. like he doesn't know. Like, he's not kind of like how Carrie had to like, discover that she was actually making things happen. Like that right. whole idea. Right. As you're reaching puberty, your powers are increasing and he's, he's thir- going to be 13 right. or is 13, you know, so. And, and Damien, Damien doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know that, like, obviously he's. You know, Satan's son. He doesn't know that he has dark, evil powers. And the kid who he attacked, he is actually the first person that Damien does attack and doesn't kill. Everybody else that Damien either gets that he either gets upset with or he feels betrayed, they die. The Raven comes. Well, yeah, yeah, like the Raven. Yeah, the Raven does come. The Raven in the novels is specifically uh, uh, designated as uh, Damien's id. So it's his. Oh, it's oh his so you read the book? Yeah. No, Books. no, I just I did oh. some research. Oh, um, I was like, wow, good for you. I don't. I'm just lazy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just lazy. Yeah, it was all, I don't really have a good excuse for not doing it. I thought something else was gonna come out. Like, I'm just too busy. I'm like, or... no, that's it. No. So we have got to talk about. The red feather outfit that yes. the is it? On journalist? Is she a Joan. journalist the, or an archaeologist? Joan Hart. Up, she's she's like she's a, a marabou, journalist. A marabou feather boa. Okay, so we started calling her the arch journalist because we couldn't figure out if she was an archaeologist or just gonna. Put no, the, I think she she's, she's a journalist, channel. but she went over there to <laughs> investigate and to report on. But she's also, I think, part of yeah, that silly. inner. <laughs> Inner circle from uh, Bugenheim or whatever. Um, yeah, that's Google but guy. so that's why we were like, well, because it was like I went there and like saw it and like dug yeah. them out or whatever. And you were like, is she an archaeologist? That's why we I called was like, her the Arca journalist. Yeah, she, so we Arca journalist. But her outfit is crazy. I'm like, what's she yeah, doing so just her, walking around with that outfit? Like bright blood red coat, and then like, um, you can't like see me because I'm disappearing. And then okay, she has stay, this stay there, huge. Right. Feather situation. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pose for a picture. Feather situation. This is really hot and itchy, so I'm not going to But um, she, it's it's like a this marabou feather, which is very popular in the 70s. I have a picture of my mom in a dress she made for New Year's, and it had white feathers like that on the top and the bottom, and it was like a bright pink. It's so fancy. Dress, like, but it's oh. like weird. You're like, she's just like, hey, guy, I want to like talk to you. And you're like, why are you dressed like? Like, she looks like she's going it's somewhere fancy. And I then, feel like the red is symbolic, though. I feel like there's, yeah. there's oh, I'm sure little it is. bits yeah. of red throughout not not as symbolic as like the I see dead people read mo- that movie. Um, what was that movie with Bruce Willis? I see oh, dead people. Uh, Sixth Sense. Yes, the red in that is like uh, symbolic of like when there's a spirit around. Oh, we should do but, that next year. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, yeah, we'll do that with you, Drew. But the red <laughs> in this, I felt like the red coat was like an alarm bell that she was gonna get killed because she knew too much. No, she and had it was too like information. Bright red. Yeah, it wasn't like. A, like a low key it was like hi like you're stopping traffic well 
But she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> she just jumps in and is like, I'm going to talk to you. And he's like, I hate journalists or reporters or whatever. And then she gets that. So she gets kind of like thrown out. Like the driver yeah. like basically Stops pulls him. her out of the car. And then shit goes down. For so her. I was like, every time someone I hadn't seen this before. And every time someone was about to die, like in the beginning, when the guys are excavating the cave and the rocks fall in, I'm like, now it's going to fill with water. And then it filled with sand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, here you go. <laughs> and then I, I kept guessing how people were going to die. And then in this one, I was like, next thing is going to happen is she's going to walk out in front of some sort of truck. And then the next scene, <laughs> she's the raven plucks her eyes out. And Which like, is very, an homage like, to the birds. I was just going to oh, say. for sure. Yeah, very birds, 100%. The hair flying everywhere and then all of that. And then she stumbles on the road and a big truck just... But it isn't just like a normal run over where someone just is flat. Her body flies <laughs> through the air. Yes. Yes. Somersaults. Yeah, and then like topples the off then, to the side and then yes, gets run over by the back car. Yes. You're like, is she dead? That was, <laughs> was a soap opera no. But yeah. on this, yes. It walk, almost walk felt it like, off. yeah, she was going to stand up. <laughs> yeah, walk We'll get you an icy hot. It's okay. We were like, we're like, I was like, oh, she's getting hit by the truck. And then we were like, whoa, she's going to get like flown to Because the usually, air. like, I feel like nowadays when you watch a movie or show or whatever, somebody, and it happens a lot, like having like, like Ozark or whatever, and they just like walk yeah. and you just see the thing hit them. You don't you see don't, the body. You don't see the body flip over, hit the cab, hit the back, <laughs> and they get run over, like you said, again. A second time. All right, you, know, you know what? This movie had twice the budget as the original uh, as the original movie. Oh, so yeah. we need flying bodies, and that is where oh, most yeah. of that budget went. <laughs> It was a great scene though, because you're like, she's like, oh, her car broke down. I'm like, she's not with salt. Oh, ma- yeah, the car and magically, then that rain play, was magically rain breaks out. down. Yeah. And yeah, then she and gets then run like, over on an abandoned highway. How yeah. she, I want to know exactly Why'd like, she get who, up? who and what gave her directions to an abandoned highway? I'm sure, you know, as church lady would tell us, it's Satan. So. <laughs> so I was like, she Listen. got killed on a dark desert highway. <laughs> Maribu feathers in her hair. No, I literally wrote that down. I didn't tell you last night. Oh my god, eagles. That's, that's what I wrote down. That's good. I like that. that so they the they opening. stuck food actually in her um in her wig in her hair. Uh. So that's why the birds were like constantly or the, the one raven was constantly just like pecking at her head. Horrible. They and they show a weird. There's a weird close up in there where they show that. Because that scene is really weird where it's like suddenly it's like she's just standing outside and then a bird just attacks her and she's like, oh, no. And then they show a weird because I remember I said it close up with her hair. Like because I was like, that was a very strange thing to show like her hair. Like they showed a close up of her like hair. They're probably 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 trying to get like the beak going at it. Yeah. 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 It was really weird. And then, yeah. And then the dying and all that. Sorry, my dog is barking. I don't know if you can hear that, but. It's yeah, so oh, archie journalist, archie journalist, archaeologist in red, archaeologist in red. <laughs> yeah, that was like we made a the lot of raven jokes about is that. Pecking at you. <laughs> this lady is dead. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Love it. Maybe we just need to get together and make up songs. Well, she was going to. And then I was like, don't go to the scary farm. Because she's like, I'm on an abandoned road by myself. And then she looks and there's like scary farm. And I'm like, don't go to the scary farm. But she didn't even have to go it's to the, the scary farm. It's the closest thing. I always wondered, like, why didn't she just stay in the car? 
Or why didn't she just like not get up and walk in front of traffic? Also, well, her eyes were gone. Yeah, so she was. But she can't hear. She was gonna wave somebody (laughs) down. I think was the idea. Like she was gonna stand up and wave somebody, but she didn't know she was in the middle of the road, and the truck was like clearly. I don't know, like asphalt versus like dirt. I don't know. I'm just saying, Shauna, your eye until your eyes are plucked out, you don't know what you would do. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so okay, hip no, what else? Semi- Greg Brady. Yeah, you have Greg Brady's it. hair Sorry, on have, several times. I talk about Greg Brady's hair a lot. Every time that every time Perm Guy came on, Shauna wrote down Greg Brady's hair. Like, yeah, it just like I had to like Mr. Brady's it. hair. Perm, perm Guy, as you've called perm him too, guy. which I like. <laughs> so then there's that whole then it's like, okay, back to life. Huge party for Mark's birthday. Yes. Huge yeah. party for Mark's birthday. I mean like Fireworks. WTF. Yeah. Like, that was a big party. Yeah. No, Shauna's son walked through, and he was like, when the when the fireworks said happy birthday at the end, like the, the pyrotechnic or whatever, he was like, Mom, I want that for my birthday. <laughs> we were like, not in California, you don't I'm get all, that. We will not use pyrotechnics, because we know what happens. Not a good idea. No fireworks ever. I said, they're surrounded by snow, yeah. so they can do that. A lot of moisture. But we don't live in a cold place. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was rough. But that party is like... It's it, crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I just I mean, was like, and it's mostly adults. Obviously, it's like party? it's a lot of like the father's business partners, the business guys, and probably yeah. some family. I love though when he goes to cut the cake. It's a little like foreboding of you know the uh, the business partner falling through the ice. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because it, it's, it's a like picture ice scene on the top. Yeah, the, because it's yeah. it's the uh, it's the uh, it's the lake. It's it's, yeah. it's them skating. Uh-huh. I didn't even get that. So when You're the smart. dude falls, in I mean, the now ice, I get it. But I like didn't. I've never seen that many people trying to rescue someone in ice and not get them out. Like, are you that kidding was me? Insane. Perm guy was standing off to the side, just going like, oh, "I hope he's okay." Mm. <laughs> I know he held Damien back. Yeah, no, he didn't want to be over no, but there. That whole pawn scene is like one of the craziest shits I've ever seen in a movie. Where you, it's like you keep seeing him like under the ice, and he's like moving. You're like, why is he? So why didn't he they... just stay by the hole so they could like get a tree and like pull him out or something? Well, it I mean, like... he he got caught by the current. That's what they kept saying. Like, oh, That's the current's I... got him. Oh. I said that too. Okay. And then when he got to the tree, Sean was like, just grab the tree and pull out. And I'm like, at that point, your body is. Like in hyperthermic situation, no, he was like going to be dead. But then when he dies, but they just look so they lame. They just all looking like oh, oh no, no, no! As soon as he gets sucked underneath again, they're like, "Go try to find him!" But then they do the aerial shot, and you see people running everywhere. You see like yeah. a body running so far left, and I'm like, "There's no <laughs> way he's out there." Yeah. What are you doing? And then they yeah. all, just didn't and then they feel all like stop. They, they all hard. stop at one point. And then I'm just like, yeah. were they told to oh, freeze? Oh, well. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. No, no, they just, it just feels like they're not trying very hard. Yeah. That's no. all I have to say. Like, I feel like if Trisha <laughs> fell in the water, I would like get pretty close to it and I'd be like, give me your hockey stick. I mean, they had like things in their hands that they, they do. probably could have They used. do. I mean, the guy runs over with an axe and he starts trying to like, you know, uh, break through and. If you know, the ice was that done. thin, where the guy fell through, when fifteen of them go to the hole, they all would have fallen uh, in yes. too. You, yeah, That's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah, I don't know 100%. about. Well, so I was born in Michigan. We used to she skate on lakes things. and stuff, and like you had to be super careful. If there was a weak spot, you don't go freaking near it. Like no. that is so scary. Like, see, I don't know. I'm like California girl. I'm like, <laughs> get him out of the ice pond. I'm like, I I've never ever, been on one in my life. I, I have no was, idea what I'm. I didn't like about. it. I was always afraid that the ice was gonna break. So. I think I think they had put up like you know, uh, the the soccer goalie cones 
to, I guess, identify, like, you know, don't go past this Where's point. Where's the safe but, area? But, like, oh, yeah. I thought it was a sport thing. So I'm well, they were doing, the yeah, things. I know they were playing a game, but I thought, like, I thought some were off to the side, you know, sectioning off, like, this is dangerous ice, don't go past this point. And I keep wondering, like, why the business guy, like, the business partner skated that way in that Great direction. And I'm thinking, like, maybe he just doesn't know how to skate real well and he couldn't stop, which actually, or the guy who the came over to the barbecue it. area didn't know how to skate so him falling in front of the mom or the stepmom is actually real. yeah oh that really <laughs> yeah oh i like that i love that stuff okay so i have to like ask for permission to go to the bathroom <laughs> i'm sorry anyway sorry i had to pull some snacks out oh, is this good it's, it's been not, here for it's, not good. it's been in the cabinet for like two years i was gonna like mail it's it tequila to <laughs> it's really bad so, oh popcorn know, that's listening yeah but it's tequila lime crunch is it like something. is it like super stale oh it's stale and just the flavor is like oh the flavor is I probably terrible gone. it's one of these things we i tried got a lot of popcorn recently i got this before covid mm -hmm. so we know it's at least you know half a year old it was already old but then. it was already old then and i got it like a a home goods or something so have you so. ever had min cheese <laughs> huh min cheese it's like dried cheese it's really good it's like kind of like dehydrated cheese but it kind of fills that like astronaut cheese ball <laughs> so so kind of just like it's like has a crunch like a, a cheese puff yeah kind but of. without the friedness it doesn't okay. have any but it's just made of cheese it's good huh. it's like sharp cheddar all right i can dig it better for you than a cheese puff. i don't know i mean we'll eat anything i just got hungry i went on the weight watchers website and ordered a bunch of snacks by the way like those bars and what stuff. do we do with all these though i don't know i'm gonna eat them we'll eat those then. first and then we'll eat the weight watchers ones <laughs> no but they have cheese balls now i'm trying to be good okay <laughs> all right back to where we were which i don't remember where that was before you went potty where were we? We we, we, potty we, at my we talked about his birthday party. We talked about the ice. Yes. Oh, I made a note that about Mr. Brady. That hair. Damien figures oh. out he's the devil from reading the Bible once. Oh yeah, he starts reading the Bible, <laughs> and that's like what it seems like. That's what tells him he's the beast. Well, no, he's just like the, walking um, around with a Bible. His, his uh, the uh, Lance Hendrickson's character tells him like, read your Bible, Damien. It's a story about you, Book of Revelation, and that's what it is about oh. you, a Book of Revelations. And he's oh. and he said like it's it's literally all about you. And so he he understands by reading it that like the the son of Satan, the Antichrist, will have the mark of the beast. How the hell he knows to look on the back of his okay. head? Okay, yeah. So I don't he know. holds up like a mirror in the mirror, right? <laughs> but and you can like, see his reflection, but it's looking here. Right, but I go to Shauna. I'm like, how does he have a cell phone? Because it looked like for a minute. No, she, he was no you said, is that an iPhone? He I said it's 1979. No. Yeah, and she's like, no. And but then like, how he knows to look? I have never seen parts of my scalp, several parts but of my most scalp. People how haven't. do you know where like, to look? How would you even do it? Where I he mean, knows to look, be, I have no idea. It because, would have made more sense yeah. if like his mom was. Combing, I mean, somebody was cutting his hair and they combed it and found it. That would have made more sense. I mean, that just tells but. me that either a a Satanist was cutting his hair all the time or he has never or he's never had or he or he cuts his own hair. Like a buzz cut. That, that's it. That that has to be it. But because, what if, but, if you're like want to see if you're marked by the beast? That's the first place you go. Your hair, your head. Like, really? Like, I there's know, a lot of other places you could look. He's got some shortcuts because he's pretty like on it. 
Well, so no, one, like, no one's telling him to like bend over and cough. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so also I made a note about nighttime taps. Oh, sorry. I made a note about Talk nighttime taps because I am. I'm talking to the microphone right. right now. I forgot what I was saying. Nighttime, oh, nighttime, nighttime taps. Nighttime taps. So they're like in their military. The kids are back in their military school. I guess everything's fine, even I though someone died at their taps. house. And like, yeah. And I wrote down nighttime taps because you said that. Because I was like, is it a funeral? Because I always think of taps being played at like a funeral. But when I was at like summer camp, they used to play taps at like bedtime at sunset. Like day is done, gone the sun. Like, that is like a morbid ass camp you went to. It was Lutheran. <laughs> Do you think of that as a nighttime song? Because I think of it as a funeral. <laughs> I'm, I'm not exactly sure. So I just, I just googled like why is taps played at night, and it says many Air Force bases play taps to indicate that lights out is to begin or it's quiet hours. There are no yeah. formal po- protocols for when taps is to be played. However, okay. it is a critical part of military funeral and memorial ceremonies. That's that's where yeah, I've seen it. That's where you've heard it. Yeah. So that's probably like what again. That's kind of like what we associate it with. It's much like. Um, giving uh okay. giving a military like the flag um to the families yeah. like that, most pe- most yeah. pe- most people feel that like this is this is the regulations like the flags can be given only to the families of fallen soldiers which is not necessarily true there's no regulations that dictate that that is exactly it but that's yeah. what we become accustomed to well that and that's like where i've seen it is that like family members of mine that were in the military like I have to tell you, it's like the saddest thing oh, in the it's world hor- yeah, at a funeral to be sad. standing out there and have like a couple of guys playing that song and then fold the flag up and give it to whoever. And you're just like, this is horrible. So it's it's weird because I was like, oh, it's also a nighttime song. No, <laughs> it's, it's just like bizarre. A, the like, words of the song right are really literally day is done, gone the sun. Like that's how the song starts. I don't remember all the words, but that's like also part of like taking the flag down and folding it and putting it away putting it to bed yeah i don't know what so, kind of military and, and, situation and, i well, was in as a kid, <laughs> especially if it if it's meant for a uh, if it's meant for air force bases this is probably an air force base or an air force military uh, right. academy that he's right. at right so we get through nighttime taps after he figured out he was the devil and it's just like whatever like he's the devil and they're like taps and then we go back to Brady hair slash perm hair. And he's got this huge, cool room with this big, like, round window and, like, this view that's just killer. And we're like, what the fuck, man? Like, he's got the best office. He's like ever the seen. president now, like, of the company. He took over that. And well, then he, t- he, took over, he took over that guy's office. I mean, like, you know for a fact that in his brain, he's like, I would kill for that office. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. Yeah, like he had a killer view. Uh, uh, I didn't even do that on purpose. What? <laughs> yeah. So then I wrote tour gone bad. So what happens in the tour? Oh, so they take oh, the gosh. kids on the tour. Yeah, and then like toxic this isn't chemicals. Like the agricultural company that's like genetically modifying shit, and then they're like debating it. And well, then... so perm hair told Damien like, "Bring all your friends. I'll give you a tour of the company you're gonna run one day." Haha, <laughs> wink, wink. Well, he well actually he told Damien to come and tour the facility. Damien said, "Can I bring people friends bring... from the academy?" Which is interesting because it doesn't seem like Damien really has any friends. But he wants to show off. But I think, I think he wants right? to show off. Yeah. And then <laughs> then the explosion happens. Then it's and, not good from there. And Damien's the only bad. one unaffected. 
Yeah, everybody is like poisoned slightly except Damien. And then the doctor looking into Damien's blood test somehow has a doctor textbook open to the page. open to the page with a picture of what blood looks like from a jackal and it's like oh is that just like a textbook he like, made like a quick ass connection it was on very that fast. like i couldn't well, do a google search to find like jackal, jackal blood, blood microorganism like mitochondria i don't even know what he was looking at but you're like that was a really fast like that guy is quick you he's can like, definitely yeah jackal. you can definitely see that he's like been in the middle of looking something up and i think we're just to assume that he probably looked at the blood and going like, the hell is this? Yeah. And then probably familiar. and probably was opening anything up. Maybe he was all like, was like all right, let's compare this to monkey DNA. Well, that's not monkey. That's not chimpanzee. I'm going to go to dog. The stepmom <laughs> was being a bit of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to head to the J's and get jackal. So right away, it's like he's jackal blood. And it's you're like, like wow, okay. that's weird. That was a weird jump. And then, and then you're then like, that is there is there a raven in that part? Do we see? No, there's there's no there's no raven there's no in that raven. part. But he calls the guy upstairs and says like, I have something to show you. No, I'll be right yeah. there. And I'm thinking this is one of those like discoveries where you say like, oh Johnson, get your ass down here. No, yeah. I'm I'm apparently going to come to you. Yeah, wouldn't you want the other person to look in the microscope? Right, but he, ta- he to takes the book. he takes some blood with him. Yeah. But either way, I'm thinking like, no, have him come to your lab. You just did all this work. Right. Well, and then and then there's stairs right behind the elevator and the elevator. He's like so impatient with the elevator. He's like, oh, I'm like, just no, go up the but stairs. But it's like 20 floors, though. I mean, Whatever. it's a long elevator he ride. He looked like he was in very good shape. He was trying this to go guy. to the 16th floor. He was coming down from like the 20th floor. It took him up to the yeah. 27th floor. Yeah, and, and he's like pushing him. all the buttons. He's all mad. Yeah, so then, this guy's like yeah. by himself in the elevator. And he's like, go. It's like out of control, and he never looks scared or like worried. He's also, just kind of like his uh. body is not flying in the air until the very, very last moment. <laughs> but it's he's, like free fall. You, if he's you were fine. free falling from twenty-seven floors, your body would be up at the ceiling. Like you wouldn't just be like, oh my. Yeah, god. he's just kind of like wow, and then it's like oh my god, and then like oh my body got cut in half. He never looks worried. I'm sorry, like that actor. No, no, no. He never yeah. looks he like could, he's he, even he remotely hear. scared. He could hear that cord coming, or he heard something coming. But get up off the floor? No thanks. He is just like, well, I guess I'm gonna die in this elevator. I don't know. He just didn't even care, and he still had the jackal blood. Too chill. But somehow, they still find out about the jackal blood. You would think it would die with him. But he left his jackal book open next to the microscope, (laughs) so maybe someone was like, you know what, Doctor X had this jackal blood picture open next to this blood maybe there's a connection i don't know i mean it's because it's, it's the ant that finds it, that knows it right that his blood no 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 remember the ant is, is the, the one ant? who's denying everything she's all like right you never liked damien or you can't make me believe it you can't make yeah. me so someone is also feeding this information to the uncle which i think in turn i think it comes from I forget who the guy that he goes to visit at the church that he sees who brings him to the train yard. But that guy's like, he's like going oh. crazy. Oh, yeah. God. So it might have been. So it might have been. That guy felt It might have been him to tell the uncle to tell the stepmom. But then, oh, you know what? It's because that guy. Okay. He came and spoke to the uncle that night and uh, mock 
overheard it. <laughs> Mark. Oh. And that's how that's Mark. how Mark is able to confront Damien. Um, when right. he does say, like, you're like, you were born of a jackal. Yes, in the perfect image. The father in law. You're really good at Ma. doing his accent. <laughs> so, okay, so I have like weird notes and they may be out of order. I'm not sure. So, okay, severed torso. We made it through that. Then I just say Bugenhagen because I just want to say that all the time. <laughs> Bugenhagen. Mostly every other note is Mr. Brady Hare and Bugenhagen. Yeah, Bugenhagen saw it. Oh, movie night. Okay, so when uh, they're like watching movies in their house with like a projector and like everything they have like, is so badass. I'm like, like, God, like, you guys are so Mark rich. And like stroking his no, no, back Damien. and like, I mean, Damien, I mean, Mark's in the projection yeah. booth. Like there's there's something going on there. Well, again, like she's, she's coddling she him. She's him. holding him because she... I think at that point, I think she is definitely embracing the idea that like, oh, nope, I will do anything to protect him. I will, you know, hold him. I will literally will hold him to my bosom and keep him safe. But there's a point where the dad says to her, we got the thing back. It's the blood of a jackal. And she the her response to it is really weird. She's like. That's absurd. Yeah. Or something like, like instead of going like, what do you mean his blood's like a jackal? I mean, because like if somebody came to me and said my kid's blood was that of an animal, I would be like, wait, what? Like, how do you know that? Or how do you? And she's like, that's absurd. You can't can't make me believe it. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, "Uh, well, that was kind of disturbing. Anyway, so we weren't sure if the mom knew either. But then... The aunt. Then, then yeah. she wants offers them all corned beef sandwiches, and we were in. We also were like, make two more for us." She's please? like, "Who wants it?" And we were like, "We <laughs> want corned beef sandwiches." I please. did love Mark's response when Damien's like, "Projectionist, drop dead." <laughs> <laughs> Which is again a, a little bit of foreboding when Damien yeah. causes his aneurysm and he yeah. drops dead. <laughs> Yeah. No, and mock, this is the mock. thing. Mock. So then I wrote, so then there was like dialogue between me and Trisha, apparently. This is how I wrote it in my notes. Shauna. Shauna. Mark is dumb. Trisha. Not everyone can be Satan's. Satan, oh. I said, not everybody can be Satan, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this down. I'm like, what did I say? Because I wrote, the mom is crazy. Mark knows, but Mark's also kind of dumb. So when they go out on their weird like thing, we're like, why does Mark figure out that he's there? But suddenly Mark is like, wait a minute. And he's like kind of running from him in like the forest of snow. So he doesn't want to be anywhere near him. Remember, because he overheard the guy tell the uncle that Damien is evil and the son of Satan. And And he needs to use these knives and he has proof he can show him. Right. And and that's when, you know, Damien pulls a a Darth Vader and says, like, let's rule the galaxy as father and son. I love you. Yeah. And he and he betrays him and tells him no. (laughs) And he basically egg yolk yolk cracks his brain. (laughs) No. And he's like. We can rule the world, Mark. Like, he does this whole thing where I'm like, he's a Shakespearean actor, this kid. Like, what is happening right now? We can share it. I love you. You're my brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. You're really good at it. And then he does this, like, epic scream where Wait. he's like, I mean, it's like a big actor moment when he, he like, stops after he kills Mark. And then he's like, and it's like a it's pretty real and like that guy's kind of a good actor (laughs) i mean for being like a 13 year old you know speaking of speaking of real can we just i mean like for out of everything that mark does in this entire movie can we give his reaction to dying from an aneurysm like a a, just a just a good golf clap because (laughs) i mean that that was real that looked real like his response to like literally his brain bleeding (laughs) i mean it's just 
Like, good no, lord. No, but then the parents come, and the, so then he's like, bah, he screams, and then they come, and it's like, they're like, oh, he's dead. And it's like, I... They I, don't I, even, like, seem like they're checking his pulse. Upon seeing a child <laughs> fallen over, I don't know if the first thing I would think is they're dead. I might be like, what happened? Or, like, what's going on? Or, like, is he okay? Or, like, should, let's, like... Or, like, get, try CPR? Or, like, come and on, they just man. stand there, and they're like, oh, he's dead. You know, well, I yeah, and then, time for well, I mean, that, Damien but, does tell me, he's like, we were walking, and then he just suddenly fell over, and he says, like, get back to the house. And Damien's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Yeah. But he looks well, so guilty. You're he, like, yeah. I'm mm. like, if you didn't do it, why do you have to say you didn't do it? But okay. if you but if you also notice, like the first person to respond like so caringly to the fact that their son has been fallen to the ground is the dad. But then again, also it's the stepmom, you know, yeah. to the kid. But it, it he's the only one that's going for it. Like she didn't necessarily show an ex Mm-mm. the extent of concern. But yeah, I, I but I think also secretly she's already, you know. She has her, she has her, you know, you know, uh, hand of cards and she's like, she's keeping them close. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, how do people know though, that like, they're like on Damien's team where they're like, just like living their normal life. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm totally like on the devil's team. Or does it just, is it one of those things where it just happens to them or I don't know. No one. That's an existential it. question, Shauna. <laughs> so here's my next thing. Guy killed by train. He could have avoided it. <laughs> the way they show the shots. Like, he had like yeah, 20 really minutes seemed like to he avoid could have run to oh, one could. side no, or the other. He could. Other. He could. Like, it's the slowest kill in this movie, and it's the most avoidable. It's, it's the so most annoying. avoidable. He's like, ah, for like 10 minutes. You're like, come on. I know. I'm like, but I could have even... jumped off, jumped back, jumped off. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing, guy? But like, even when he got hit, it like, it like it hit his body, but then it like clamps onto him. So he's yeah. so he's then stuck. But 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 even before that, it's like, get get out of the way. Run. Get out of the yeah. way. It's a slow moving train. Anybody can see that this is going to be a problem. But like, what are they? Oh, that's when they find all the artifacts and stuff. Yeah, that's when his uh, his uncle sees that his face. Is yeah, I'm sure he, the whole yeah. museum thing just bothered me. It was like the company owns the museum. I'm like, that's not a thing. Anyway, sorry. Um, I'm like, okay, Damien wins award. Damien's short. <laughs> all the kids oh, are like really tall, and he's like all short, and he's like, I all want these an kids award. And then Damien, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brady's there. All right, this is my favorite part of the whole movie <laughs> 70s cotillions rock. Like, what is happening with that cotillion? He's got like three girls on each arm. He Damien's a little shit. bit of a player. I mean, you know, yeah. he's wandering off of them, going like, So, you want to be a bride of Satan? <laughs> yeah right i got all Looks the like game he, he's got all the girls tiny planes oh the dad jumps in a tiny plane oh. there's always like tiny planes waiting for them and they're like jetting off from place to place yeah it's like... just being rich <laughs> tiny oh plane. see why does family own a museum yeah this is apparently bothering me throughout the movie oh does the mom know and so I, I said, know. yeah, you the always mom, know. I was yeah. like, the mom knows, like she's going to kill the husband and or the aunt knows or whatever. And uh, she was like, I don't think she does. And then <clears throat> spoiler alert, she does. <laughs> she's on board with Satan. Both both actors, just, actually, when they were reading the script, it was a complete surprise to both of them when they were uh, finally getting to that scene. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. They had no they idea know? that that was coming up. Like, I mean, that was. 
a, a complete It was a little shocker. shocking when she did kill him. I, I was kind of surprised that I was right, but I was glad that I was right. But then I wrote, Mom got burned with Dad. Wait, I don't remember this part. Oh, yo, Damien. Okay, so she, she stabs the dad, and she's all like, I've always belonged to him. And then she just screams out, Damien! And he's like there. He's in the museum <laughs> close to it. But then he makes the room explode with fire and she dies. So I'm thinking to myself, That's like, right. you just yeah. killed, like, you just killed Burn. one of your so followers. She was like your ally. Yeah. I but, know. But then I'm realizing why it's because now everything is left to him. Yeah. Um, no, now he gets the company and the museum. The girls at the cotillion. And the girls. <laughs> And, and he gets Mr. Brady dress. will adopt him. Right. He gets to run off and he gets to jump into his limousine, you know, and it's Go wherever just, he wants. Yeah. yeah. I wrote, I have a cool hat. I'm Damien. Does he wearing a cool hat at the end? He had a hat on. It ends like so abruptly though. Cause it's like, oh, this like stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, everybody's dead. And he just like looks into the camera with At his least. hat on. And you're like, well, he, he does okay. the same thing. He does. It's the same thing in the original movie. Like when he turns yeah. around and he breaks the fourth wall, staring at the camera, just like uh, this movie, he's kind of, okay. he's, he's accepted the fact that he's Satan. He's very proud of himself he's now. He's, and he's, he's staring at the camera. Owning it. And yeah. he's, and he's smiling again. He's like, it's good to be the king. <laughs> it's good to be Satan at a cotillion. I'm sorry. That cotillion was the bomb. They were like, People were like, hey, and he was like, had girls on his arms and his little like a military. And he's like, I'm not trying to make comments about short, but it's just like all the he kids are so younger. tall. And then he's like this little short kid. He looks and like, like the youngest kid in the How did he class. win this thing against all these big because boys? Like, I don't know. And he's then he's the just best. because he's freaking Satan. Because, <laughs> because Satan, Satan, yeah, it was a great movie. It got a little long. Like there was a point with the industry thing where we were like, "What are what are they talking about right now?" <laughs> I mean, there were to look a lot. I felt like there were many long scenes of that where we kept taking breaks and drinking too much because we were like getting <laughs> bored. I think, I think it kind of like I don't know. I think it kind of sets up for the third movie because that does have you know uh, Sam Neill playing adult Damien, or at least, uh, and he's in charge of the company. Like I mean, See, I thought it was it. all political. My memory of this is wrong because I've seen all three movies, but I haven't seen the third one as long as I hadn't seen this one. And I rem I for some reason I thought it was all like a political career that they were trying to like forward for. Damien. I think that's just like a throw yeah back it, to the first movie and then it kind of like, like a season of your memory natural. sort of yeah. I think it's just getting him into a seat of power. I mean, that's really all it necessarily. Right. Yeah, that's that's the. Uh, the the fortuitousness of you know the the predictions from the book of revelations like he's going to get into a seat of power you know uh brother will fight against brother that whole right. uh i didn't even catch that mock. Mock. so did um did this movie sorry i like moved here like did this movie get good reviews back in the day so this did, movie did people like it i mean the movie itself made back like four and a half All times its, budget. its a budget it made yeah. it made around that like 26 sense. million dollars so i mean it, it was it was successful but it wasn't successful enough because this movie didn't necessarily do that well you also didn't have the exorcist exorcist 2 didn't uh, necessarily do um mm -hmm. as successful so they were trying to at this point kind of play off the whole demonic kid uh kind of like genre of films 
But luckily, the next film to come out wasn't necessarily a demonic kid, but you had Halloween come out in 1978. So it was the like beginning of like oh, the slasher the kids. slashers. Right. Yeah. Which is also why huh. in, da- in Omen 3, you have Sam Neill playing adult Damien. And then right. Omen 4, which was a direct to movie. There's video. a 4? <laughs> There's, There's a 4th a four. one. There's I did not one. know there was it's, a four. It's a direct to uh, like video or uh, it was, no, sorry, it was a TV movie. And it's a uh, it's a girl. Uh, oh. oh my god, I want to see that. Yeah. I, which, is it hard to find? I wonder if that's hard to find. I don't know. I bought TV I bought like a sometimes. special collector's um, box set, so it actually it had all four of movies. <laughs> so well, next year you'll have to come over and watch. You'll literally have to show it to us because yeah. we probably can't watch it any and, other um, way. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that, and then you can just sleep Damien on the couch. Four. That's fun. Record. I can sleep on the couch. <laughs> but uh, there may be a child dancing syllables there, in front yeah, of you. I mean, but children. you're an English teacher. You'll be fine with that. Um, you sound like I'm not going to join in. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know all of them. Yeah, no, this was, this was a fun... It was like a weird, fun movie to do, though, because it's so... Because the first one is so iconic. And then I have to say the remake of the first one, I was like, we really didn't like it. When was, when was the remake made? Do the you know, remake? It was like Leave Schreiber and Julia Stiles. So it was like... I don't remember seeing... Did I watch 90s? that with you? I, no, no, no. It's not... Uh, sorry, 2006. Oh, oh 2006. Wow. I honestly so, I enjoy the you, remake. No? Maybe I just watched it. Uh, but I was like... I don't think I, I remember it. being upset because... Well, first of all, sometimes I just hate it when they remake stuff that's good. I'm like, what? Just stop. Like, why? Yeah. But then when I was like, okay, well, I like Leaf Schreiber. I'll give it a chance. But then, like, it's just like the little kid. This is the thing that happens nowadays with acting sometimes, or especially maybe in the early 2000s. It was like so cheeseball, where it was like the little kid is like evil from the beginning. You know what I mean? And whereas, like, in the original one, like, we don't really know what's wrong with Damien. Like, yeah. we kind of, he's kind of just a kid. And then, like, has these creepy tendencies, but it's not like the first time you look at him, he's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, he's just a kid. You know what I mean? And then it gets weirder and weirder, and he has weird nannies, and it starts to get more bizarre. By the end of the omen, you're like, okay, he's the devil. But, like, you kind of don't really, like, think he's, I don't know, he's just a kid. But, like, in the new one, it was like. In the new one, it seemed like it was more about the influence of the helpers. Like, the dog, uh, like, the dog was evil. The nanny, yeah. the nanny was influenced to kill herself. The new it's nanny like so was overkill. like a psycho protector, and then, um, yeah, every, everything else again. was more like, okay, the guy's gonna get um, the the pole through him, and the well, mom. It's like all the scares are already revealed because we've already seen the original one. So right, then it's like it's right. not well, even it's, like that's yeah, why it's I don't a, get it's why a they duplicate of it. the it's a duplicate of the original script. Yeah. It's kind of like watching um, Let Me In and Let the Right One In. Have you seen that? Oh, no. fantastic movie. Yeah, we're all, um, we don't know what you're yeah. talking about, but it sounds great. It's a, it's a new take on like a, a vampire film. Oh, cool. What is it called? Let, let Me In. in. So uh, one's Let Me In and one's Let the Right One In. I forget. I, I interchange the title so much. I can't remember um, which one was. Oh, Let Me In was the remake and Let the Right One In was the original. Hmm. We're writing this down. It's <laughs> really interesting, you know, audio. Um, no, I thought uh, sometimes I think that you don't need a sequel or 
a third quill or a fourth quill or whatever you call those. Like, I don't think you need to keep making more and more and more continuations of things. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, enough. It's like, stop, stop where it's really good. Like, true. You know what I mean? True. But I, I think also sometimes franchises, they know what they are and oh, yeah. they're, and they're going to have those cult followings no matter what. I mean, that's why, true. I mean, what you, you inevitably had like leprechaun, leprechaun two, leprechaun <laughs> in the hood. Yeah, Le- right? Leprechaun <laughs> in space. <laughs> See, you laugh, but yeah. that's a real movie. <laughs> no, I believe you. I I'm believe not, you. I'm not kidding. I thought it's, you just no, made okay. those up. It's really interesting where you have sequels <laughs> and they inevitably get to space. Leprechaun went in space. Hellraiser went into space. Jason X went into space, which honestly has one of my favorite kills in all of horror. Huh. Wow. See, we're not so we're not apparently behind. that cool on horror, <laughs> but I will say I kind of get though. Like in this series, I do get why you're like, what's going to happen? Well, yeah, no, it does it beg the tell question you at the end of the first yeah. movie. And you're like, is he really going like, to take over? A ser- is it yes. a series of books true that these are based I, on? Or I'm not one? sure if there's. Let me see here the. Maybe one and two, novels. but like you do sort of want to know what his trajectory is because that's the play. Well, your left story. is hung. Yeah, you're left hanging. So you're like, huh? He's the devil. Interesting. Okay, what's he going to be like when he's in middle school? Oh, he's going to be like a Shakespearean actor. And then you're like, what's he going to be like when he's grown up? Sam Neill. I don't know. I mean, it's just like you know, you've got to like follow. But so I kind of get why that is. It's an epic story. Yeah. There's some movies where it's like, but like Psycho. I'm like, don't like she. Not there, psycho. There are five the omen novels. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, there's five? Yeah, there's okay, five. So it's like a Harry Potter situation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many psychos are there? Aren't there like four or five psychos? There's at least four psycho, psychos. I'm sorry. Were you talking about psycho or were you talking about the exorcist? I was talking about omen. No, but earlier he had oh, mentioned for Oh, there's the, there's um okay, so there's there's actually quite a few exorcists. There's at least three exorcists. Featuring Emily uh, Rose, that the, one. The exorcism of Emily Rose. The There's three exorcists featuring the same. I believe it's the same girl. It might be a completely different girl. Um, Linda Blair, and then like the actress. Yeah, or, but yeah. I, yeah, but I can't remember because honestly, I've only seen I've only seen the first. Yeah, and then there's like prequel exorcists. Yeah. yeah, the Gina Davis series, which I thought was really good. I liked I watching a demon that. possession, but it was is like the scariest. It was thing like, to like her grown up, like. It was like the girl grown up in the, in the, yeah, anyways. I I, I think that's kind of uh, like a smart way to do, instead of actually continuing a story and possibly ruining something, they'll try to go back and do like a prequel and give like the origin of it. But even like, even sometimes an origin can ruin whatever, whatever feelings you have towards the original. If it's Mm -hmm. not done well. Yeah. I don't know. We were talking about doing Psycho actually, but I don't know. There's other movies as well. I mean, there's a lot of other movies. Are there you now? know that, Drew, because you have a podcast about it. Anyway. All right. Well, that was fun. I know. I think we we talked it to death. No I pun mean, intended. Maybe. <laughs> we could probably talk about Greg Brady's hair for quite a while. I mean, we really was... stretched it out. We I, could really I don't know, do Drew. It. it looks like you have enough hair to get that tight perm. Thing yeah, get a on. perm. And the next time we uh, see you, we're going to be like, Mark. <laughs> I'm just Mark I'll just show up in your door and you're like, time to curl up and die. <laughs> <laughs> You like that little still magnolia for you? That was good. I like it. So 
great. Well, thanks for joining us. That was yeah, fun. So great. So great. I don't what know. else are you doing for all the horror? Do you have uh, yeah. episodes uh, planned? So I wasn't necessarily uh, I. Uh, we weren't really doing anything for all the horror. I kind of took a break um, from all the horror this year. I did offer my services as a guest for anybody who needed it. Um, because last year it was just a lot of work to do that um horror movie villain every week like, every yeah. week you know tallying and making that you did up. a ton yeah so, so that was that was a lot of work and with again things just being nonsense right now mm-hmm. um also lining up like a specific horror movie that uh we had chosen for our uh, designated genres it wasn't right. it wasn't lining up exactly in the right manner uh to have okay. it fit october well, what else do you have coming up? Because I was trying to give you an opportunity to, like, you know, pitch oh, some gosh. shit. Uh, you know, cross. <laughs> well, when is when is this coming out? This will be on the first full week of October. So I think the sixth is our not our, next week, but the week the sixth. After. Yeah, the week after. Okay, that's so, when this will come out. Okay, so if it's coming out, if it's coming out that week. Um, we we have our fur. We have our not first. We have our second Patreon movie. Um, which is 1998's Jackie Chan's Who Am I? And it's, oh, it's a, it's such a random, random film. It's, uh, co-directed and written by Jackie Chan. And it's odd, it's odd, okay. It's odd enough to watch this movie because it is, it's so bonkers. And then you realize that Rush Hour came out the exact same year. And you realize, man, it really matters if you have a, if you have a good production company. (laughs) <laughs> or, or, producer, or producers to back with money right. oh my gosh um that but yeah uh we have, a, we have our second uh patreon movie at that point um coming up in two weeks after that is our femme fatale genre oh yes. what are you doing with that i can't tell or have you, you not you revealed to, it yet okay we have, have to, to wait for, the, for the drew's clues the, the drew's clues come out <laughs> all right and you have to like guess and i'm always wrong <laughs> okay side note totally weird just popped into my head have you guys ever seen the movie night of the comet yeah yeah somebody somebody should do that is that a horror movie yeah it's like so. space invader people dead people that's not turn the one with gold. the sunglasses and he takes them off and he sees people he sees aliens or whatever no, no that's they live Oh, sorry. Thank you. Night of the Comet is like this really horrible movie from like, I want to say it's the 80s. It's 1984. Right? Yeah. Wow. And it's like. When I had braces. So cheeseball. And, and like, there's like a girl that goes and like stays with her. Oddly enough, projectionist making a little call back to Mark here. And what? she's like in the projectionist room with her boyfriend. And so it's like, I don't know, steel enclosed or something. So somehow they don't get melted by the like comet. It's like a bunker. But everybody <laughs> turns into like tang. You know what I mean? They're like this like like orange colored like powder. Huh. Yeah. They, so everybody's well, And then they have like cannibal zombies and a sinister group of right. scientists. And it's great. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's get into that next year. Sounds fun. Or the Omen Five. I I'm mean, it's, Nobody's it's even two, the it's Omen two valley girls that are left trying to fight for their lives. So, which I think, oh, see, I think we might have to watch that we more need... recently in the next year. <laughs> I need good things in my life. This sounds like something that could be potentially uplifting. I remember to watch. it being one of the like first PG thirteen. I don't. I remember the Horror weirdest movies. shit, but like it was like, like that, go-to. like Red Dawn. Like those came out around the same time, and they were PG thirteen because it was new. Because PG thirteen was the new rating. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I don't know why I remember. Probably these shouldn't things. have been PG thirteen though. And <laughs> right <do> on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. They up. might have been off on those ratings. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. What? Okay. Right. Anyway, side note. Sorry. It's okay. It's what this is all about. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. We love seeing you. <laughs> it was so much out. fun to hang out. Yes. I know. Absolutely. Last last time we were all together, we were. Maybe slightly drunk and getting naked. <laughs> Almost naked. Almost naked. So that Almost sounds naked. great. <laughs> Nobody knows. That just and we're going to leave like... it at that with no context. Yeah. Just everyone go back in the archives <laughs> and see if they can find <laughs> out, you know, how much vodka we were all drinking. It was all for a good cause. Everybody. It was. It was, all okay? for it was a really good yeah. cause. We were raising it was money. live stream for the cure, you guys. And as people <laughs> raised money, pieces of clothing came off. And it was not strip poker, but it <laughs> seemed to have the same feel of that at I some mean, point. I don't know. And then I you mean, the were boys drinking. were doing it. And then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, my God, I was so drunk. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't even understand what I'm saying. And then I'm like trying to monitor Trisha because I'm like, she's far gone. She like took me aside and fed me a sandwich at one point. (laughs) I did because she was so, I'm like, you didn't eat enough. You're so, because I was like, why are you so much more drunk than me? mom at that point. (laughs) It was crazy. And then she kept falling. Yeah. And I'm like trying to pick her. And then. I drink, I get drunk, I fall down. No problem. Yeah. Then she comes in and is like trying to get back into the like chat room or trying to get back into the room or whatever. I wanted more. So everybody's still going. And they're doing this like lovely story with Mel Brooks. They're like read they're like having like a real conversation and Trisha's like, Can we come back on? I'm like, get away from the keyboard. I keep trying to take it away from her. Then I I can barely play the ukulele sober. As I'm learning it over quarantine, right? And I, I decide to just have a solo. And, like, <laughs> it was so bad. Because <laughs> see Nick's Rainbow face, connection. Nick was like, oh. Oh, wow, Trisha. What's <laughs> happening right now? What I was like. Happened? You know what? It's fine, though, know. because we raised over 16 grand. And that was all, amazing. That's I all think that that's why we got all crazy. Because we were like, we're it was, taking shots. It kept we're going up and up and up. Money. And it was just, like, They insane. beat the goal by, a, like, a... Like, like $5,000. Yeah, it was like, pretty significant. Uh, right, so. right. I mean, that's where we're getting, you know, hashtag tops off for cancer. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go. We go. Oh, my God. Uh, well, was it the, tops uh, out or boobs out? I can't remember which uh, one it was. <laughs> tits up? I don't know. Oh, it was tits up! Yes! <laughs> what? It was. Okay, I missed I swear entire. it was tits up for I'm cancer now. I was trying now. to keep you from, like, falling, hurting yourself, potentially... <laughs> Breaking the internet in different ways <laughs> with podcasters. I was like, so we have, so we still have to go on the next day. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I know. Oh, right? this isn't the end. We have to come back and be normal girls that are talking about writing. <laughs> so maybe we don't want to go down in flames, Trisha. I'm just kidding. I was like, burn it all down. <laughs> we have a we have a virtual epilepsy walk in November, and so we'll be doing something for that. I don't know what yet, and I haven't planned it. So we there will be no nudity because this is for your daughter. No, this <laughs> for my, my daughter will be here with us so yeah but um but she's yeah. cool she might play songs or i'll reach out to something. you see if you maybe we'd come up with something i'm not sure what i yet. mean we could do late night drinking maybe just you know later yeah. like without the kids but i'm, I'm not gonna do like a 72 hour situation <laughs> like <laughs> well not with that attitude uh, <laughs> I gotta figure out how to make Twitch work. Like, I don't even know. Like, 
<laughs> what is happening uh, with that? So, yeah, I don't know. Hope you enjoyed our fun chat with Drew. We certainly had a good time. Absolutely. We always have a good time with Drew, as you heard. Yeah. So we want to tell you now about something super exciting that's coming up. It's um, an event that we're going to be doing as a fundraiser called The Bench Gives Back. Dun, 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 dun. We are raising funds for uh, to find a cure for epilepsy. The epilepsy walk in Los Angeles was canceled because, you know, life COVID. right now. COVID. <clears throat> COVID. And uh, <laughs> it has been moved to a virtual event on November 7th, which is a Saturday. And so because my daughter has epilepsy, and this is a obviously near and dear to our hearts and hers, we want to join together as Benchlings and do a live stream on Get Vocal. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's just like a Twitch sort of platform where, you're, where people can pop in and do different segments and so we're going to be working together with several other podcasts so many to be announced tba um on november 7th from 10 a.m to 10 p.m pacific time and we're hoping that you can join us we'll have links and all that jazz in the show notes um we'll have different tiers for prizes Uh, we're trying to raise five thousand dollars um so hopefully you can join us then and tune in and and hang out it's going to be a fun day, you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun people there, and it's all for a good cause, and we appreciate everyone's support. So join us for The Bench Gives Back on November 7th. Woohoo! This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Lacey here, and I'm here to tell you all about The Bench Gives Back, a fundraiser to help find a cure for epilepsy. You may not know why that's important to me, so let me tell you. I actually have epilepsy, a type called absence seizures, and I really wish there was a cure. To do that, we need moolah, so a bunch of broadcasts, including my mom's, will be live streaming to raise money to find a cure. And I'll be there too. So hold on to your hats and join us on November 7th to to help us end epilepsy.